We're going to do a review of Daf Lamed Ches, and then we'll get to today's Daf, Daf Lamed Tes. What did we learn yesterday? So let's start from the bottom of the page. Our review begins at the bottom of the page on Daf Lamed Zayin Amid Beis. We talked about um, Rav Asi made a statement that the dough of Meisr Sheni, according to a mayor, is not obligated in separating of challah. And according to Chacham, it is Chayv and Chala. And that has to do with, Rashi explains, because uh, Rabbi Meir's opinion is, is, it, it, is that Meiser Sheni is Mamun Gavoha. It's not private money, it's funds from Hashem. And that's why it's not, uh, it's, it's not your dough, it's not, the Pasuk for Chala, for separating Chala is Ariso Sechem. So that's why it's excluded. Matzah of Meisr Sheni, according to her mayor, is not, is not fulfill your obligation uh, according to her mayor, but according to Chachamim, you can't fulfill your obligation with Matzah of Meisr Sheni. And the third halacha is Esrig of Meisr Sheni. According to her mayor, according to her mayor, the Esrig of Meisr Sheni Okay. According to Reb Meir, the Esrig of Meisr Sheni is also you can't fulfill your obligation for Esrig, and according to Chachamim, you could. So those are the three halachos. So on that, the Gemara wanted to know is that Rav Papa Estakashi says, I understand as far as Hilchas separating Fchala, that the Pasuk says, Ariso Sechem, it has to belong to you. And according to Reb Meir, it doesn't belong to you. So I get that. Um, I understand the, even the halacha of Esrik, because the pasuk of Esrik says, lachem, that it has to be your Esrik. And the Meisr Sheni Esrik, according to Rameir, is not your Esrik, so you, can't fulfill, you cannot fulfill your mitzvah with an Esrik, that's Meisr Sheni. But Matzah, it doesn't say anywhere in the pasuk about the Matzah that you eat, that it has to be your Matzah. It doesn't say anywhere, Matzah Schem. Okay, so where is the basis that uh, Rameiru would say that it's not acceptable for matzah? So we saw an answer. Rava says um, either it was Rava or Rav Yemer Bashlamya that it's a limud from lechem lechem. It says the word lechem by lechem oni, and it also says um, So just like over there, it has to be yours. So to here, it has to be yours. So it's based on that. So then the Gemara says, maybe we have a good support to this halacha, um, because it says that though of Meisr Sheni is potter from Chal according to Meir, and according to Chachamim it's Chayv. So the Gemara says, that's not, the, what we, we say, Lema Misayeya, let's bring a support. You don't say the exact same quote. So what we mean is, is that the, we're saying, you're right. It, it, we're, we're saying is this, is that if... Um, the fact that they're arguing by dough, maybe they're also arguing by matzah as well, or maybe that's a difference because by the dough it says ariso sechem, which means that it needs to be yours. It says it twice, so maybe only over there by the by challah that will we will not be chayv and challah, but it doesn't prove that matzah they'll also argue. So that's the discussion. Okay. Brings us to the next piece. So Rish Lakish, so the Gemara brought down a question from Shimon ben Lakish. The question is, 
Um, can a person fulfill his obligation with Chal of Meiser Sheni in Yerushalayim? Meaning, you have Meiser Sheni, you uh, separate the Chala, obviously, according to the Chachamim, you have to separate Chala. You separate the Chala, give it to the coin, and the coin can bake that Chala into Matzah, can he be Yotze, his mitzvah's Matzah, with Chala of Meiser Sheni in Yerushalayim? Now, according to Rabbi Yosef Galili, the question doesn't even start. Why? Because even uh, regular Meisr Sheni, forget about the Chala, regular Meisr Sheni, since it must be eaten in Yerushalayim, or it can't be eaten by so to the Chala for sure, it would be not acceptable. So that question does not even start. One second, let me just put the... Okay. Put the mutes on. Okay. Okay. So the question is, what about according to Rabbi Kiva? Rabbi Kiva says that you could use Meiser Sheni in Yerushalayim because remember it doesn't have to be eaten in Yerushalayim because if it becomes tame, you have a heter to eat it outside Yerushalayim because you could still redeem it. But the problem is, is that challah, when it's tame, you don't have a to eat it anywhere else because it's challah, it has a kedusha to it, and then it needs to be burnt. So it's not going to be an option. So that's the question, does it still work or not? Or maybe since um, we have this concept of ho'il, ho'il means since, and since if you didn't call it the challah, um, and it would become Tameh, I would have a heter to eat it outside Yerushalayim. That's all I need is the theoretical potential to eat it outside Yerushalayim. And that's good enough uh, to fulfill my mitzvah of matzah. That's version A of the question of Rish Lakish. There's a version B of the question of Rish Lakish, which is even that's not a question, because surely it's going to be okay in that case. Um, because right, the question is, is that what if it's chala that was bought with Meister Shani money? And according to the Chachamim, which lets you still redeem it, so then that's the same as Meister, it's still going to be good. Question is, according to Rabbi who says that there's nothing you could do but bury it if it becomes Tameh. So then, because as the Mishnah brings down, we brought down the Mishnah, if you bu- whatever you buy with your Meister Shani money, if it becomes Tameh, According to Chachamim, you can redeem it, then it's fine. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, you have to bury it. So the question is, do we say, since if I didn't buy it, it I could have been able to eat it anywhere? Or, uh, and if I wouldn't have called it Chala, and it would come Tameh, I would have a Hatter outside Yushalayim. So therefore, even now it's allowed. Or do we say that since it's, that this is what you're going to need to do is a, a double Ho'il, you have to say since and again since. Maybe you don't do a ho'il the ho'il. Maybe you don't do a double since. And that's the suffix of the doubt of Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish. And on the answer, Rava says, is that it makes sense that we, that we should call, consider it shame meiser chadhu. After all, it's all meiser sheni. It's the same thing. And if it's acceptable, it's acceptable. And that's it. And we don't look too much into the details. And uh, therefore, it does have a potential of being eaten outside Yerushalayim. That's all you need. It's theoretical potential. It doesn't have to actually be able to be eaten in, outside Yerushalayim directly. And therefore, that's good enough. And you're yotzi, your mitzvah. That was the bottom line of Rabbah. 
the next topic was the parts of the Korbanos. So we talked about the Chalas Toda and the Rekike Nazir. So the question is, how do you know that it's not acceptable for your matzah? So first we saw Rabbah's answer. Rabbah's explanation is because the Pasuk says, which means, means that you are guarding the matzah for matzah's sake, to make sure that it doesn't become chametz. And over here, when I'm guarding this matzah, I'm not guarding it for matzah's sake, I'm guarding it for the korban's sake. So that's the problem. That's one pshat, that's Rabbah's pshat. Um, it, it's for the korban's sake, that's why it's no good. Rabbi Yossi says it's based on a different pasuk. The pasuk says, Shivas yami matzos tochelu, which means that it has to be a matzah that can be eaten, theoretically, for seven days, as opposed to this, which was baked specifically to be eaten as part of a carbon. And since it was baked to be eaten as part of a carbon for, uh, for only a day and a night, because the carbon is only allowed to be eaten that day and that night, that's why it's not acceptable. So we brought down prices supporting both reasonings, the reason of Rapa and also the reasoning, uh, the reasoning of Rav Yosef, um, that said both, so there's a support to each of these reasons, either it's from Shmarta Mesam Matzos, or it's from Shives Yamim Matzos Tochelu, which is the second shot. Okay. Now, <clears throat> the question is, is that there should be anyway a few more problems with using this as your matzah. The first problem is, is that the matzah is supposed to be lechem oni. It has to be able to be eaten aninos, even in mourning. Of course, karbanos cannot be eaten in, 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 in mourning. So when you're in mourning, so how can that be acceptable? So the Gemara explains, you're right. But uh, we're going like Rabbi Kiva, who doesn't hold of that drasha of that it has to be able to be eaten aninos. Um, Rabbi Kiva says that the Pasuk says Lechem Ani. It's, not, it's written Lechem Ani. We pronounce it as Oni, but it's still spelled with an ayin, and therefore he doesn't darshan that it has to be able to be eaten in mourning. So that's one re- That's we don't, We're going like Rabbi Kiva here. Question is, but isn't it also Matzah Ashira? There's oil inside the carb- these Matzahs. So isn't that itself a problem? So the Gemara explains, or Shulbar of Yitzchak explains, that since it's only a revius of oil spread out between all the loaves, so it's very little bit of oil in each of them. A revius is not that much, it's a cupful of oil, and it's spread out between many, many different loaves of bread, of matzah. So therefore, it's, um, <clears throat> it's not enough to be considered matzah shira. Okay. So the Gemara says, yeah. Right, right. That was, right. That was at least an opinion that we held that it's fine for any other time of the, um, it's only for the Seder night that it can't be Matzashira. And the answer, and uh, definitely we are saying that because it's a very, very small amount of oil, this would be acceptable even for Seder night. That's what we're, that is what we're arguing. Um, that being said, 
I don't believe in practical halacha that anybody would allow any of the, you know, even a little bit of oil in your matzah for the first night of the, for the mitzvah. But technically, since it's a very small amount, it really is not, it's still not going to be considered matzah shira and it's fine. So the answer is it is fine theoretically. Practically, I don't see anybody ever doing that. We're pretty careful to just use plain, plain matzah on, um, on the Seder night. So that's the answer. Okay, good. All right, uh, the next thing we saw is um, that um, question is, is that what about the fact that it can't be in any, in any town? It can only be eaten in Yerushalayim. So that's another problem. Why would these be acceptable? So the Gemara answers that Rish Lakish deduces from this that during the time when the, the, the Mishkan was in, um, in exile and it was in Gnov, in the city of Nov, or in the city of Givon, so during that time, it must be that these Karbanos were still able to be brought, which is machlokes, when you could bring certain Karbanos, whether it was able to be brought during the period of time when it was not in the main areas. And if it could be, so then it, that means it had potential to be eaten outside Yerushalayim, at least at a certain point in time, and therefore it's, uh, again, not a raya. Okay, anyway, the bottom line is, um, okay, so next thing we brought out is a brysa that uh, Rebbe Loi said, I asked Rebbe Liezer, what about Chalos Tod and Rukike Nazir? So he said, I don't know. So he asked Rabbi Yeshua, and he said, it's, if it's Chalos Tod and Rukike Nazir that you made for yourself, then it's no good. But if you made it to sell, then it is good. So I told this to Rabbi Liezer, and he said, that's exactly, he swore that's exactly how it was said over to Moshe at Sinai. So the question is, but what's the real reason? What's the reason why when it was for sale, then it's acceptable? So on that, the Gemara answers is that, um, is that Rabbah explains, an interesting answer is that when you are selling, you're making these matzahs to sell for people who need it for their karbanos. So you always have in mind that I'm making it for the karban if that's what it's needed for. But if nobody's going to buy it, then I have in mind that I'm making it for my, for my own needs of my own matzah. So since I have in, the, in mind for matzah specifically, also as a backup plan, so therefore it, it will be okay, and it means that I, made it, I had it in mind for matzah, and therefore it's still acceptable. And that is basically the difference between when you made it for yourself, for your own carbon, So I made it for the carbon, and that's what I had in mind, and that's why it's not acceptable as my matzah. When I make it to sell to somebody else's carbon, I have also in mind that it's for a matzah use just in case. It's for my matzahs for Pesach. And that's the the difference. Okay, and that's the end of the review of yesterday's daffa.